Welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic, which is the high-tech platform for bloggers and niche site owners I use for my niche sites for monetization and site speed. Today's episode discusses how I decide to allocate time and money to my various niche sites over the course of a month, okay? And it's it's a, actually a question from a reader, and it's a very good question, and it's not one easy to answer, and it's one I deal with every month, okay? So I own nine niche sites, fat sacks included in that, all right? So they all don't earn the same amount. Some earn a lot. Some earn almost nothing, and each re- has different requirements. I only have so much to invest back into the niche sites each month, so with a limited budget... How do I go about deciding how much to put into each site? So there are a number of ways I go about it, I guess, concepts or approaches. I'm going to go through those today. And I suspect there are a lot of listeners who are in the same boat as me here in that they own a few sites and they only have so much time and money to put in them. And so how do you decide each month to allocate limited resources? So the first approach is what I call the RPM basis. Now, actually, this is a pretty sound method, okay? So let's say you have four, five sites, right? And one has uh, one earns uh, $2 per thousand visitors, one earns $8 per thousand visitors, one 18, 127, and then you got a whopper that manages to 50 bucks, right, per thousand visitors. Well, if the article costs you the same no matter what, you would probably best serve to put more money into the $50 per thousand visitors than the two, right? Of course, there's the traffic side of the equation, right? Maybe the $2 per thousand visitors website gets mountains of traffic and content on there tends to get a lot more traffic than the 50. So there is that balance. So at the end of the day, you kind of have to look at what is your average revenue per article typically across your sites and your highest earning average site would probably be the better investment and you may decide to put more resources into that than the other sites. All right, and then we've got the hedge approach, all right? This is a pretty sound reason to spread the money around every month as well. All right. The thing is with Google, especially the last few updates, ever since the EAT uh, update where the uh, money, personal finance, and a lot of health sites got knocked down big time, and then even this year when we had uh, the BERT update and then followed quickly by the November 2019 update, which I lost 15% of traffic for, from, these are seem to be pretty random. I mean, uh, the November 2019 is a broad core update get those all the time, but had pretty significant impact. And these are pretty random. Not really sure how to defend against this. I don't build links. I don't really do anything other than push content out. Is my sites, are my sites perfect? No, absolutely not. Fortunately, it was only a 15% traffic uh, drop still in business. But the point is, it seems to be getting kind of random, right? Like with the Penguin updates back in the day, you knew it was for link building. I mean, there was a reason behind it. Okay, don't do that stuff and things should be okay. But that doesn't seem to be the case these days. So so the whole point here is you hedge, right? So you're going to launch a few more sites. You've got one, one big earning site, and that's great. It's going great. But you know what? 
putting all your eggs in one basket is a little bit risky. Why not spread them around, grow a few other sites? Hopefully, you can get a few, uh, at least one other site to be earning really, really well, and you've now, you know, uh, definitely created a more diversified business. Another approach, and this is a hard one to pull off, it's what I call the empire building model. Okay, you want to, have you ever heard of DotDash? It's a huge company. I think it's publicly traded. They have hundreds of employees, so don't expect to become them overnight. Unless the owner of DotDash is listening to this. But that's a bunch of shareholders. Anyways, they own eight or nine huge, huge sites. Many, many millions of visitors per site, per month. It's impressive. Now, if that's your goal, well, then obviously you have to grow multiple sites. Try doing it at the same time. Hopefully you have very small living expenses and you can plow the lion's share of your revenue back into it. And maybe over the course of a few years, you'd be the next dot dash. The other approach to allocating resources is what I call the resuscitation reasoning. Now, this is, let's say you have an old site sitting around. You've kind of ignored it, never really went anywhere. Maybe it did and they kind of dropped down. Well, you want to resuscitate it. You want to give it some legs again. So you throw some money into it. And this may not be an ongoing investment, but it is a reason maybe for the short term, one or a few months, that you're going to allocate some resources to this site just to get it going again. Another basis for putting money into a site is the opportunity strikes reason. Okay, Let's say you're in a particular niche and you've noticed there's a new trend emerging or there's a new product that, that was released that you could cover. Uh, tip. When you review a new product, if you're the first to publish, it's pretty hard these days because there's a lot of websites out there, but if you are the first to publish, you will take the first spot and hopefully you can hold it. And that can be a huge windfall. So if you see a really good opportunity just for a trending topic or a new product release and it's on a site you don't normally put a lot of time or money into, that may be a reason to jump into there for, for one or two months. Another reason or justification I really like is what I call the fun justification. Now, fat stacks to me, while it, it makes money, it's a fun site. I enjoy working on it. I enjoy meeting lots of people and getting readers' emails and all that. So uh, if you probably have a site that you like working on more than the others, I think most people do. And if you do, even though it may not make the most financial sense to focus on it, if you actually enjoy working on it, there's something to be said for that. So... You know, got to make your work a little bit of fun, right? Next reasoning would be the capitulation approach. This is not a good outcome. So this is basically if a site's been pummeled by Google for whatever reason, and no matter what you do, you can't get it back up and running or earning, you eventually throw in the towel. You capitulate. You're like... It's done. Nothing I can do. I'm moving on. And so you deploy your resources and time into other sites. It's sort of the uh, forced your hand approach. This is not a good situation to be in. But if you've been doing this stuff long enough, it probably is ultimately going to happen to you. It's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people I know. Now, the next approach is uh, pretty pretty straightforward. This is probably an approach that most people would do. It's sort of the more... The more the logical, the intuitive approach, and it's what I call the pro rata distribution. So basically, you invest resources based on the, how much the site 
urns, right? So you could even get as technical as breaking it up to if site number three earns 18% of your overall revenue, you're going to deploy 18% of your resources into that site and so on. So it's basically the pro rata approach. Kind of makes sense. In, in, in a way, it doesn't make sense, though, because your, your lowest earning sites actually need the most help, right? The problem with that is, is you never want to ignore your bread and butter site at the same time. You want to keep that going earning. So that, that's the difficulty in trying to grow multiple sites, right? You, you can't ignore the big earners in order to try to grow the small earners yet. How do you grow the small earners if you're not deploying enough resources at it? This is the quandary we are in. So if you can figure out the solution other than just get a whole ton of money, I'd love to hear it. All right. Now here is another approach, and it's what I call the anecdotal clueless SEO justification. All right. With the anecdotal clueless SEO allocation method, it's kind of a, a take on the pro rata, but basically what you're doing here is you're going to focus on the sites that have the highest authority. And generally, those are going to be also the ones that, that earn the most, but not necessarily. But basically what you want to do is you want to leverage the site's authority So, because chances are if you publish something on there, they're going to rank quicker and they're going to earn faster, they're going to earn more. So you might as well put more time and money into the sites that have the most potential to put more money in your pocket faster. So basically, you focus on your high authority sites. Ignore the low authority. The problem with that, again, is your low authority sites are not going to grow because you're not putting anything into them. The other approach is what I call the all-in-one model. Now, this is interesting. This is where you kind of view your entire fleet of sites as basically one large site. And so it doesn't really matter where you put your resources. You view it as one cohesive business, and you divvy up however you feel because it doesn't really matter. You think that, you think that they're all great sites. They all have potential. Some might earn more than others, but you kind of view it as this one big project. I, I, I like the idea behind this. I like the theory, but in practicality, I don't know if it's the best approach because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to have your, your larger earning sites and you need to really work on them. And let's face it, a site is independent of another site. So you might like the idea of viewing the whole thing as this aggregate or cohesive business, but it really isn't, right? They're going to operate differently and independently. So I'm not sure this is the best approach, but I suspect there may be some people who just out of intuition do take this approach. The next one is the guinea pig approach, and I do this once in a while. So if you have a, if you have quite a few sites and you have a few that they earn pretty good and they got decent traffic and you're not really sure where you want to take them or how much in the long run the potential is, maybe you want to test stuff. Maybe you just want to try different things. And if things go a little bit sideways with these sites, you're okay with that because the testing gives you some ideas and results that you can deploy on your on your sites that you have bigger aspirations for. And I have a couple of these sites. I'm not saying that they're not going to grow, but I have one in particular where I just throw stuff up and see what happens. It has quite good authority. It has decent traffic. And it doesn't have a lot of direction. It's a bit of a mess, but it, it makes for a neat testing concept where I can try different things and, and see what works. And then there's the gut instinct method. And this is just basically based off gut instinct. You 
put money and time where you think it needs to be. It's not based off any logical reasoning or analysis or numbers. It's just your gut. And you wouldn't be the first person in the world who's running a business based on their gut. And which ones do I use? Uh, I use the gut a lot. I also use the pro, pro rata. I just sort of naturally put more money into the into the bigger sites that make more and less than the sites that don't, don't earn as much. It's sort of a, a natural intuition. Uh, I don't overthink this stuff, but it was a good question from a reader. I think it's an issue people struggle with. And I, I do caution not to get locked into a one or two of the approaches. Right? Like you, you, your business is going to evolve; it's going to change month to month, and you kind of have to adapt with that. And I have over the years, and I probably, as a result, made many good decisions, but I've made bad decisions. So you uh, need to just pay attention each month, and and you may have to switch things up, and that's okay to do that. Thanks for listening.